will come back and he will talk back to that nigga too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo. It was nasty. It was like, I feel like we need like a whole hour to do like a bar for bar recap because it's just, we don't have enough time to do it today. And I don't feel like we're doing a recap justice if we do not really like. Oh, no, they got to go watch that. Cece, I have uh, have something to say to you. I had a conversation with Real Sick last night. Oh, yeah. um, I, I told him, you know, he leveled up. I knew he was good. I didn't know he could be this good. And I asked him, what did what did you tap into to reach this level of a performance? And he said, you guys' blogs. When you guys said I would get gentlemen 30 <laughs> Everybody <laughs> raise your hand on the LTBR set if you said he would get gentlemen 30 <laughs> Raise your hand. <laughs> I'm looking at you two. <laughs> I said he'd get around. I said he would get around for sure. I said that. <laughs> I was going to give him a round, but I I had chilling with I, I could be wrong. Either way, real, either, listen, real sick, I, my brain is fried. I got a three-month-old. I may have said that. I got to go back to the table. Oh, now? <laughs> listen, if I did say that, I humbly apologize. And I will also th- take the thank you from you, you know what I'm saying? Because if we were able to motivate you to make you get in that bag, I will say that you gentlemen sturdy every damn time if you're going to be rapping like that, my brother. And we got a royalty check with the CPR bar. Oh, hell yeah. Come on, see? Come on, bro. Come on, man. Yo, but you know, you guys, you know what I love, though? The second round, he angled Chilla about his style. And in the third round, he angled Chilla about writing for other people. So it's Yo! like Sick has Sick has a nice little formula. He comes out with the flows and the punches in the first round. Then he angles you for the next two, which is like crazy to me. But then even in the second, which was like maybe Chilla's craziest round, Chilla fought back. Okay, you dissing my style, but here I come with the rebuttal. And then I'm going to just drop bombs on you the whole damn round, man. And that third, though... That third, baby, how are you the King Tan and you won't get no royalties from me? There were so many I quotables. Yo, you know what? I, I, I haven't watched it. That one out. I ain't gonna front. I know you say you didn't tweet and pause. I had to take a break because the whole entire time I'm just sitting in my room, just yelling, My God! Yo, when when Sick battle, and my roommate literally had to knock on my door like, Are you okay? I'm not girl watching this crazy ass battle. I'm cool, boo. When Sick said, when he said, I'm not the dream out you that you ain't had yet, and Smack smack put that, yo, when you you get Smack to react like that, those are like classic those are like classic early battle rap these are the type of bars i fell in love with these are the type of black star sneaker store early like dudes ain't even getting paid yet type of bars the hunger was just there you could see the reaction it was crazy man like they were wilding man they were wilding all battle long man like, I, I i'm gonna also say this about sick he looks so fucking comfortable, comfortable. Right, right get comfortable, Yo, it's C- comfortable. wait cc can you talk about that he leveled up can you talk about the leap that you seen from that performance it was different right i think he understood the severity of the moment you know what i'm saying and i think bro like he like and i think yeah, that's the only way i could put it he he was in the moment and he understood what this would mean. 
if he came out with a win or even a debatable. And I'm not like, it's hard for me to say he lost. You know what I'm saying? Like he did so well and his composure was like a vet. Like he Mm -hmm. looked like he'd been doing this all his life. You Mm -hmm. know, and like he, when he talked, and I know he talked about it here, but he was talking about how like hip hop was his inspiration and like who who his his inspirations were, you know, the Tupac's and Rakim's. Like I feel his passion. That's why I love Danny so much because I feel his passion for this shit. And I get the same feeling with Real Sick. Like he's not in it because there's nothing else he could do in life. And so he gonna just be a bad rapper. You know what I'm saying? No, he loves this shit. And like he honestly has a, a bright future ahead of himself. I think 2020 is a great year for him. You know, he definitely in the running for me for rookie of the year right now with that performance. And like, honestly, he might actually be one of the best in Jersey. Like he might take the, he, look, he got to keep going. I'm not saying right now, but I'm saying if he keep doing this for X amount of years, my God, I can't. You you made the perfect segue to my next topic. I want to ask now, did Real Sick have the best performance of a rookie, and is he now the leading face of the rookie class? Let's ask the Ooh, audience. Let's go to the chat. Hey, what up, Flight? Now, I ain't going to relax, Anthony, because Jersey been fumbling the ball too motherfucking mm, much. I'm, that I'm not sure. Yes, Arsenal, says hardcore no, flavor. Question, if Real Stick can stand in front of Chilla in a COVID room, <laughs> he can take any, <laughs> he can take anyone. <laughs> all right, all right, take it easy. The three Real best in Jersey are O-Red, Arsenal, oh, yeah. and Sick. That's a fact, CC. I still got Easy, Easy. Mm. Oh, you still got Easy as the best rookie? Okay, okay. All right, Kevkashi. Can't judge until I see no. Fonz against Av. Well, it needs to happen first. Yeah, that's true, too. That's, that's true, too. Let's get Fonz his shot. He needs to battle. It ain't his fault. He can't book himself. You know what I'm saying? What I will say, though, is I was very impressed by Real Six poise in this battle. He flowed straight through. He didn't allow the people to stop him. And it was just refreshing to see a rapper not bringing it back over and over again and just going straight through. And when Chilla was bombing back on him, he was just standing there like nothing was affecting him. Like, all right, yeah, that's cool. It's all that. His defense was great. Vlad, his offense was spectacular, dog. I, I, I want to say this. Um, yeah, you mentioned, you touched on something I was going to say with his performance. Like, his defense, his performance, his control mm-hmm. the room. Like, even when he had that Ouija board bar, right? Like, he's like, oh, you rap like a how we- He's like, you rap like how a Ouija board sound, saying out every letter in your oh, round. Oh. And then, like, people kind of caught the bar afterwards. And he's yeah, like, yeah. he said, everybody chill out. I'm talking to the dead. And, like, that little bit of... Pro- a ghost. Like, that oh, little bit man. of, like, poise, like, energizes oh, your bars and feels momentum. It's like little battle rap IQ things that I didn't know he knew how to do so soon. So, Dude, glad. That's what I'm saying. Yes. He looked like a fucking vet out Damn, there. Damn, top tier pie. You look nice with that, with that sign on next to your name. Yes, Shout out to TTP. Got me cussing that damn The Friday fix every Friday at noon with Nico. Let me so let me ask you this so we can move on to our next topic. Vlad. Yes. Did Real Sick have the best performance out of the rookies versus vet series? And is he now the leading rookie in the pack? Listen, he hands down had the best performance of all these rookies. I know Easy got Cortez out of here. I know that my man Jada Nightwing barbecued Shug's ribs. Ah. But listen, Chilla was fighting back and putting on an exhibition. What about KC? 
Okay, Chaos was fire too. Don't get me wrong. And JC was fire. He was but fighting. You know back. he gonna pull up be like, oh, so what? So yeah, what? I mean, look, Easy, Easy, Easy's already here. Easy's already here, and Easy said he but had listen. the best battle, not performing. But so listen, he- though. But listen, real sick. He leveled up. All right. He went crazy. The Ouija, come on, man. That's writing inside of writing inside of writing, and he performed it crazy. All right. I didn't. I haven't grabbed my. I haven't done this. Oh my god! While I watched the battle was so long, yo. Like, come on, for both of these gentlemen, this is the new standard for the rest of the year from here on out. If y'all ain't doing this, don't talk to me. Don't talk about you got the craziest battle. Don't talk nothing. I don't want to hear Hold nothing. On. I don't no, want to hear no, that. Let's pass, let's pass no, the mic. Ledge just... in the chat. Yeah. Ledge in the chat. And he said, being a chiller <laughs> is tougher task than being a Cortez. I did not say it. Hey, listen, <laughs> everyone has their different days. You know what I'm saying? Everyone has their different days. But this chiller was absolutely, hands down, way better than that Cortez we saw. Without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, let's, but, let's, let's get CC's table But this quick. was, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I'm hyped today, man. I'm hyped. I'm Thank hyped, too. Guys. I'm hyped, too. I think we're going to have to have an honest conversation. Because, yes, we still got pretty much two and a half months left of this year. So who knows what's to come. However... I'm really, after Ultimate Madness won, Fonz was looking very clear as Rookie of the Year. And what happened? A lot has happened since Ultimate Madness won. I, I know uh, Dub said Fonz got a battle coming up. Mm. I don't know details. I, but Fonz better start battling because Easy, Sick, and KC is on his ass. For that rookie of the year. And yes, you did something that all three of them couldn't do, which was win Ultimate Madness one. So you definitely got that as you know, big points for you. However, since these three have exited out of the tournament, they have been going nuts with the competition, been put in front of vets and have been doing their motherfucking thing. So he's gonna have to pick it up somehow. And I get it, you can't book yourself. I don't know what's been going on. I know he won K-Shine. Look, that ain't going to happen. So what you going to do? You can't sit around and wait on K-Shine. I mean, they're going to have to give him somebody, man. They're going to have to give him somebody, and he's going to have to top this performance, which I'm not saying that he can't do it, because honestly, all of these rookies have been surprising me, and it's been great because we've been watching the same guys for years now, and now we have a handful of guys who are on the verge of becoming stars and guys that we can put in that rotation for the next few years. And I am so happy because we've been seeing the same vets over and over again. So now when I see Easy's name pop up versus someone, I'm happy. When I see KC's name pop up, I'm excited. When I see Jay, when I see Sick, when I see Fonz, now I'm like, yes, you know what I'm saying? These are people that we could look forward to having great battles because they've been putting on. They're giving them the test and they're all passing. I got nothing bad to say about this new crop man smack is at home cheesing right now yo he's right. cheesing today all right man i mean tata they, she keeps keep on asking who we think won honestly i watched this twice and i can't it's so like debatables go to the rookies i mean if we going by smack's rules, if we going by smack's rules debatables go to the smack's rookies rules. But if we just going by what we think, like I said, man, I can change my mind every day about this battle. I can literally, I know. every time I watch it, I can uh, find something new and change yeah. my opinion on this battle. I got I got sick winning 
but I am not going to argue with anybody says otherwise. I can't argue either way. Like when people say either or, I'll be like, yo, I understand. I will say, I will say <laughs> I this though. The, the one clear thing about this battle is that Sick had the better flows. His ability to switch flows was clearly evident in this battle. And if it if it and would come down to anything, that might be the I, I want to say one last thing. I want to say the tie we, we, we got to move on. We got to move on. But I want to say one last thing. You mentioned that too, Vlad. I just remembered. Sick, yes. lo- Sick almost looked like he didn't like Chilla Jones in this battle. Did you see the end when they gave each other that? Yes. It wasn't even like real like love. Like, oh, we just had a good battle. It was real like, all right, like I didn't expect you to come at me like that. So like they just kept it pushing. I can't imagine what it looks like when Sick has somebody he doesn't like. Yeah, man. And all I will say is, all you vets in the in the crowd, relax just a little bit. Just relax a little bit. Let them get them balls off and yeah, stop jumping yeah. prematurely. The, the, all right. The, the vets definitely uh relax a few, little bit. Few, the vets few are going to die. Look. <laughs> all right, all right, oh, guys. This guys, we're on, we're on a time constraint. We got we got to keep it rolling. We gotta keep right, it let's rolling. roll. Let's roll. Let's roll. All right, we got a work coming on in twenty minutes, so let's keep going. I got a handful of topics here that I want to see if we can bang through. Um, Jay Black yesterday was in the kitchen, and what I, might I say, Jay Black in the kitchen is a different bag than Jay Black at the table. So mm. he gave us some interesting news: Murder Mook versus Tay Rock. Time limits? There are none. Oh, <laughs> you know what that means? <laughs> you know what that, that means? Why? Why would they do this to us? How's that a pause? TTP? I don't get it. Why? Oh my God! They're saying that's gonna be horrible. That is, <laughs> hard. Is not, not full. Not even the third. Rock is dead. Says hardcore flavor. Facts. Rock thirty says death the demon. Oh, yes, because okay. ain't nobody trying to hear all that shit. Okay, so thank you for the prop. Another unwatchable mook battle added to the pile. Wow. But y'all love when Lux is unlimited. Says D four twenty. I'm not watching three hours of a battle, especially if it's not, if it's uh, crowd reactions. Murder Moogle rap till 2021. <laughs> um, here's the thing yeah, about Moogle. crazy. You know what's funny? It's yesterday, gonna be another joke just like after a Yesterday, we were like, just talking about how Moogle. It's going to be the same thing. Ooh, thank you for the prop hardcore flavor. I like the basketball. We Moogle ain't going to do nothing but be outwinded like a mug. And then we, you're going to have to watch that battle 20 times to figure out what he was saying. Because mm. it's gonna be too long-winded. Yes, I ain't got time. Yeah, yeah, yesterday we were just talking about how like Murder Mook's still kind of sensitive about how people criticize the Iron Solomon battle, and he's like, "Oh, the it's battle trash. happened. At, the battle happened at midnight. It was five rounds. It's like, I don't, well, Mook, it was still right, trash on YouTube. It's like Mook. All right, if if you understood that the content wasn't enjoyable from that experience, why would you proceed to continue to do this moving forward? Like, because he's hard-headed and stubborn. No, but Mook also said, hey, listen, you know, this was my comeback and versus Verb, and he wanted to prove a point. He wanted to show everyone what he could do in that third. I don't think he's going to take the same approach and do 15-minute, 20-minute rounds for all three rounds. Mook's a smart guy. I think he will definitely adjust. He will give us enough bars. It might be, you know, it's gonna definitely going to be five minutes, maybe six minutes or something like that, but... As long as what? it's entertaining, as long you, as it's entertaining, I ain't tripping. I if I'm not tired of it, I ain't tripping. Bro, but I don't think he's going to give us 20-minute rounds. I don't think he's going to do that this go round. Why would Tay Rock agree to no time limits? He that much time to do what he did against Tay Rock. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, con- I'm more concerned about Tay Rock. Why, why would he agree to no time limits? 
don't know. That I don't know. I'm pretty man. sure that he asked for more money. I'd be like, he, if I was Tay Rock, I'd be like, shit, if we doing unlimited, I need more money because it's some bullshit. If I'm doing unlimited three rounds, I need the bag. Mm, that and it better be heavy. Maybe he this got ain't heavy bag. enough. I tell you this though, man. Tay Rock, stick to your usual time constraint. Because if you try to add another two minutes, three minutes onto your content, I don't know if you can stretch the workout that much, brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure about that. So stick to your usual time. Do what you do. Maybe add an extra 30 seconds or something like that. But do not try to match times. Are you concerned? Are you con concerned for Tay Rock, or are you concerned for the value of the battle at this point? Because I'm concerned for Rock. Oh, I mean, l listen, man, Mook is gonna, he gonna unload a whole ladder on Rock, you know what I'm saying? And we know Rock's gonna be fighting back, but my thing is, I am definitely concerned about the value of the battle, because we've seen it with the Solomon battle, and we saw it with the third round versus Verb. Now, truth be told, there's so many battles that we've watched that people have been rapping way over time and they've been giving us five six minute rounds she's not happy as long as we enjoy it we don't care we don't even know it's going for that long so Girl, this, might be Mook, this better be flames battle. man this better be this flames. might turn into the store run battle when mook when mook starts his rounds i'm gonna be like look let me go check my email See, this, is what, this is what mook was talking about yesterday disrespecting talking. his greatness you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know what i'm saying come on now i don't man. give a damn how anybody feels about anything this shit mm. is trash. There should be time limits because we have seen in the past, every time you don't put a time limit on Mook in this new day of age of battle rap, it doesn't turn out good. Ms. It don't Marla, look that... good in the building. Yeah. It don't look good on, on tape. I, I don't understand know. why y'all don't understand the building, that nobody wants to see Mook rap for see, 30 minutes. When we were all in the building for Mook versus Verb, when we were all in the building for Mook versus Verb, None of us were like, oh my God, Mook is rapping I did too long. Say, I was like, okay, I started looking. Well, you also the bartender you know, like, and you were rolling with Verb in there, okay? So we I know you don't feel that way. We know I you don't feel that I way. I went to the bar and got me a head start to my next round. Of there you, I need some rounds, baby, yeah, because okay. we going to talk so all night. You rolling with Verb in them. So of course you're like, this battle is done, Verb done one. But everyone else who was in the battle and all the New Yorkers. See, y'all not being honest. Y'all not being honest. We was rocking with it. I'm being honest. We were rocking with that third. First Verb don't hit. Listen, it was kind of long, though. It was kind of long. Okay, we're making progress. Did we turn to each other and say, yo, he should stop rapping now? Like, yo, he's wild. Like, this is. we didn't do that. You, but not you, but in our section. Real quick, That's the real quick. You, you know what's the difference though, Vlad? That was his return off for four years in the no, environment. I mean, I, I, two, I two, well, two things. Two things. The environment was electric, and right. Mook elected to not battle last. Could you guys imagine we saw seven battles prior yeah, to that, that and then crazy. see Mook? That we would, wouldn't have felt the same way. It would have been like the Solomon joint. But that's what I'm ah, saying. So th for this okay. battle, there's no way he's gonna be doing 15, 20 God. minutes. There's no way he's. Let gonna, verb. Let verb be. Let verb do three rounds that are 10 to 15 minutes long you guys will lose your shit let danny do listen there is no there's no rapper mixtape y'all will lose your shit there's oh no God. rapper on the url roster that i want to hear rap for 10 15 minutes for three rounds no one, there's no one that i want to hear do that i do not expect this to happen but all I'm going to say is, Rock, do not try to do 
six, seven minute rounds. No, you know what, Tay Rock? You do what we love seeing from you. You know, you leveled the fuck up versus daylight. Don't you don't need and you know you showed us that you don't need no crowd, you don't need no gas, and you actually can rise. You don't just have gun bonds, okay? But don't do nothing extra to to try to balance it out with Mook because Mook gonna outplay himself. You stick to the game plan and you gonna be just fine, Pooh. Mm. All right, y'all. And that's all I gotta say. Let's 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 clean the atmosphere. I got well, it's actually not clean the atmosphere. I got a clip here. A little spray. Yeah, you know. You know, it's Toxic Tuesdays. My little Trader Joe's Super Lemon Spritz Spray, you know what I'm saying? I said what I said, and I said it. Y'all know it's Toxic Tuesdays. So, y'all remember last week? (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember last week when Miss Hustle had a tweet about Debo telling her to SMD and, you know, get very vulgar? She double-backed, and she decided to not keep that same energy when she saw Debo face to face, let's 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 watch this clip together Here as a family. Go, let's pull it up. There we go. Nice. If it's right, nicely in the screen. Let's, let's listen to this. I'm not doing that. How about? Come on. I apologize for making you feel away. And I apologize for disrespecting you. I hate you, son. Yeah. There you go. I apologize for disrespecting you. I, I want to say something. I've never seen. I've never seen. Yeah, I, I guess that is growth, but it's because she realized she crossed the line. Never in my life have I seen a league owner be disrespected so much publicly on Twitter, and then she goes and double backs it. But I'm not surprised. This is this is usual stuff where she doesn't keep the same energy. So. Brands, oh my mic, god! I way. cannot wait for her to come on this show. <laughs> Brands, fix your mic. It's fixed. I can hear myself. When I listen through the caffeine one, it sounds uh, distant. But yeah, I mean, listen, this is not the first time that these two have done this. This has happened numerous occasions already. You know, it happened during the twerk battle. It's happened time and time before. I will agree with Debo, yo. With family, we might cuss each other out behind closed doors, but when we step outside, you put on that smile, all right? And I'm glad that they both can say this on camera. And I hope going forward, if there are any discrepancies between these two, that they keep it behind but, the scenes. But, really Vlad, it's never, but Vlad, it's never kept behind the scenes. Debo keeps it behind the scenes. Hustle feels the need to bring this thing to the public light. And it's unprofessional. And like Hardcore Flavor said, it's not the first time. I, I, I just said it's not the first time. I know it's not the first time. I've there's seen a track, it there's a track record of this. I'm hoping this is the last time, you know what I'm saying? And you know, Debo did admit to throwing little shots here and, there's and, a, there. and there's also a video, you know in, that, in that same video, she also talks about like she wanted to battle Hitman Holler for Kings and Queens. And mm-hmm. and it's just not a match I want to see because Hitman would decimate her. This, they, they shouldn't even be on the same stage together. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't equate. Hey, brother. I, I, hey, listen, man. I hear you, player. I hear you, man. I but agree yeah. for a time. He was absolutely dog walker. Yeah, it would be a pretty clear battle. I ain't even gonna try to stunt. It would be a pretty clear battle. It she's sure quiet because she knows it's, she knows the same damn no, thing too. And there's no knows. hate or malice no, in my no. heart at all. Okay, so let me tell y'all a little quick story about me. Okay, I used to be that bitch. I used to be that bitch that would be quick to pop off. Mm. Okay, and not think of the repercussions or the consequences after the fact. I was always on a hundred. Okay, mm. and my best friend Nina and KK can tell y'all we used to have roasting sessions of mm. bitches on Facebook and 
Twitter. But those were the old days because I have grown and I am growing as a person. And God knows he got more work to do with me. And clearly God got more work to do oh, we, with her. Oh, yes. And you know. I can understand <laughs> that it's hard for you to admit when you were wrong. And she admitted that she was wrong and she acted inappropriately and she apologized. I, that shows growth. She oh, could have been that same bitch and say, no, fuck you. That's how I feel. Mm. You like it, you like you. Don't you Maybe don't. Maybe it's not so hard because this, this is the first time she's admitted she's wrong. Maybe this is a routine. Listen, man, hurt people hurt people. All right. A girl I've been through a whole lot. What's her right? zodiac sign, Miss Marla? Oh, she is a Scorpio. So you know. It's a lot oh, of petty. It's a lot oh, of petty brother. energy there. Here I like we her. go. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, man. But I'm glad to see them do this, and uh, hopefully, you know, she gets herself a big plate coming up soon. I'd love to see it. Scorpio gang. You know, Scorpio gang. Scorpio. Right, we, we got a few more things before we bring Award on. There was an announcement yesterday from URL, another Born She's Legacy Nine announcement. But she apologized. We have Your Honor versus Ill Will, will y'all. Announced for Born Legacy Nine. Let's throw it to the audience. What is going on? Mm, mm, mm. I must have made this decision the same day. Mm, oh, he made, oh my God! Uh, and Rock Unlimited, and he must have been on that that syrup. He must have been uh, on something. Oh, that wasn't Henny. That, that's not Henny. Don't make that bad of decisions. Whoa! That, that had to be some syrup or some bullshit. Top tier podcast says R.I.P. Yorana released the doves. Will Thirty says Kid J Scott. On a two one, who trying to bet? Oh, Who said bet, that? Your, bet your house, Joe. <laughs> bet your house, that? Mr. Yo, Perkins. Bet your, <gasps> bet your social security. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse sir. me, sir. Who served lawyer? Smack hates your honor. Hilarious. Your honor got a battle before Fonz. Oh, my gosh. I'm betting on, um, yes, the disrespect. <laughs> Listen, man, Mr. Perkins, you are wildin'. You are on Percocets, all right, brother? You are wildin'. Yo, I can't believe, so this is what he gives after beating one of the dangerous battle rappers called John John the Don. This is what he gets? I don't know, man. I think he's just throwing ill will some free money because this is going to be easy work. This is going to be a 30 ball, man. This is going to be a four-point play, 30 and one. It's going to be it's going to be ugly, all right? Ana's going to come with one round, and Ill Will is going to pulverize this dude for three whole rounds. It's going to be nasty, nasty work, man. Easy says they were already booked, and we did have rumblings that prior to they were trying to make rookies versus vets. They were on the call for uh, uh, one of the off weekends, so they had like a little face-off, but... I'm just not excited, man, because the way Your Honor treats treats his brand, um, his inconsistencies, his inability to be as versatile as Will or Charlie Cliff, those are the two names he's wanted to battle, and just mm-hmm. he, it was elite. He's just at a high level right now. This just isn't a match that I can envision where Your Honor comes out victorious. France, Smack went from making DVDs to making snuff films. We're going to watch someone's death on camera live on caffeine. This is going to be very, very, very ugly. What if Ill Will takes his foot off the gas? Because we haven't. He has done that in the past. <sighs> I'll be upset. I'll be disappointed, man. I'll be disappointed, Ill Will, if he does that. Because that there's no. You get a plate like that. You get a free meal ticket. 
Like, you got to make example out of guys like that. People who are not taking the game serious, people who are coming with one round consistently, people who are not showing that they are taking full advantage of these opportunities that are placed in front of them, they need to get disciplined in public. And ill will, your job is to discipline this guy, all right? You need to chastise him in public. You need to teach him a lesson that this is a grown man sport and you out here playing games. When Easy the Block Captain comes out there, he's out there with the conviction. He's out there showing you that he belongs there. You see what Real Sick just did? You see what KC is doing? You can't be misrepresenting these rookies. And Ill Will sees what's happening. These guys are trying to get one up on all of these vets. He's going to make sure that your body is going to equal to three of those bodies. That's what's going to happen. Ill Will, no, is what you need to do, my vet? brother. This is born like I mean, Yorana is a rookie. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you yeah, can throw yeah. it in there. You can throw it in there. All right. Oh, uh, I ain't got nothing to say. I see. <laughs> I, your, fa- your face says a we thousand words. Mm. Let's get to our last topic before we bring A Ward in. Yeah. Mav Hoffa has some words for oh. a handful of individuals, oh. and um, whenever we bring up a Mav Hoffa topic, I have to give a disclaimer to CC to take it easy. But this time, I'm, I'm gonna let her just go all the way out. Um, Mav says, "I have a bigger get us skill." Canceled. Mav says, "I have a bigger skill set than Loaded Lux on Hip Hop Is Real." And Math also says, quote, and verbatim, Tayrock's performance versus Daylight was overrated on Restore Order podcast. And I'm just kind of Wait, he wondering. said what? He said Tayrock's performance against Daylight was overrated. Let's let the people uh, chop it up. What do you guys think of these two quotes? Math is delusional. Math is a hater. Math got the old school Clearly, flow. he got hate in his heart. He does have a yeah. better right hook. I'll give him that. Donovan, you are wild. <laughs> oh, man. Math loves talking from the sidelines. It's a Sue Surf lawyer. Math lost to Meth in an edited battle, says Bearded 2000. <laughs> oh, my God. Bearded 3000, are you the brother with the beard uh, company? Math is a narcissist. Math is bitter. Get that hate out your heart, Math. That's, yeah, look Get at that. Get that hate out your heart. Got your slogan, Get that hate season. out your heart, people. It will, it will corrupt you. Get that it hate will corrupt you. Get those hoodies coming for right. the holidays. And he's still while, wearing while, that LOM. While, hmm. I, go, while I go bring my, um, A-Ward onto the show, two quotes. I have a bigger skill set than Lux, and Tay Rock's performance against Daylight was overrated. What do you guys make of these two quotes? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Delusional. Oh, yikes. Ah, uh, you know what? On his thing about Tay Rock, <clears throat> I can see where he's coming from, but overrated may have been the wrong word. I think that we had a night full of bumps for that uh, gnome event. And that battle saved the night. Therefore, of course, we're going to say that the performance was a little bit better. If everyone had a great night, I don't think we're jumping out the window as much for the Tay Rock thing. So I hear where math is coming from. Not saying that Tay Rock wasn't great, but I think we added a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, on that than we would have if everyone had a great night. But as far as overall better skill set than Loaded looks. I don't know if I can say that, man. I don't know if I can say that at all. But you know, everyone needs to have confidence in themselves. And uh, Mr. Justin, Vlad, are you trying to get on my expert opinion? Because the people are not happy with your words. Y'all Listen, can go on there. That's how I felt about the Tay Rock joint, bro. I, I felt like Tay Rock did really good. But honestly, watching this sick and this chiller battle, 
Tay Rock bars were not competing with that. It's just Daylight was fantastic, and and uh, Tay Rock was really good also. But let's keep it real. That night wasn't it. So if we're going to have a battle like that, of course it's going to look way better than it actually is. That's just how I feel in all actuality, man. Like we're putting a little bit of quinine in that, a little bit of B12 on top of that performance. Shame That's on you. That's all I'm saying. Shame on you, Flynn. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way about you, Tay Rock. I just got done giving you praise, and so we're not about to do that. Um, I will say this. I am surprised just on paper and just the history of battle rap and certain instances that have happened. I am surprised that he has not battled Lux or Mook, especially after him and Mook and, you know, Dot Mob and, you know, NYB, Mm -hmm. whatever y'all was at one time. We're going back and forth. I am surprised at that. However, I feel like that he thought with this podcast, this will help him. Um, leverage getting the things that he wanted and he's seeing that he's still not getting the battles that he really won't and I feel like that has a lot to do with why he has some disdain and why he keeps on having Calico, Sue Surf, Lux, Geechee's names in his mouth constantly because he's trying to get battles with these people. This is the only reason why he's saying this. He's trying to get a battle and you know if he gets it with Lux good for him I can tell you this, you're not getting a rematch with Cal. (laughs) Smack is going to have to pay Cal some stupid amount of money. And if they do pay him that, then shoot, you get your rematch. But Cal's already told you for the past like eight years, you're not getting a rematch. I beat you clear. I went to your backyard and I beat you. You had everybody in that room against me and I turned it around and I bodied you. You're not getting a rematch. And I I agree with Cal. He's doing this or he's he's trying to get a battle. All right. That's uh, all it is. Yeah. Uh, it's not much for me to say. Uh, math, is, math is an opinionist now. Math is in the media game. Math is one of these guys that's going to make headlines with statements and his own thoughts. And at this point, I'm just not... I'm not triggered by anything anymore because yeah. he says so much. He says so much. Like he, he even blogs now. You see this guy, like he's a blogger. This guy's a <laughs> no, blogger. he says he's media. And it's like, well, okay, well, he, welcome. And that's cool. But at the same time, like I really felt like he thought that this podcast would be his leverage to get what he wants. And it's not happening. And yes, he has been battling and that's good. He got his, you know, legends, only, only legends, whatever that is. He got that going for him as well. But I mean, Sometimes you have to look in the mirror. Speaking Sometimes of Legends Only, uh, I'm looking forward to the next Legends Only. I like these little industry on beat battles. Speaking of industry on beat battles, Vlad. Yes, sir, man. Salute to our sponsors, MC War. MC War, the league that brings you battles on beats. You get two rounds on beats, one round a cappella, so we get the best of both worlds. As you know, the New World Order 3 card is going to happen. The first battle announced was Chef Trez versus Atlanta's own, the legend from ATL, Reggie P. Also, we got Enes versus Big Terrence. Big Terrence, I heard some good things about you over the weekend, and we know that Enes is a dog on them beats. So it's about to get crazy, man. Who knows what beats they're going to select? Who knows how crazy this is going to get, but I'm here for it. There's also another NYC legend... That's going to be on this card. And there's also another battle rap that's also going to be on this joint. So if you guys want to get the VOD, go to mcwar.com slash let's talk battle rap. 
get your VOD, support the crew here. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a good-ass card. I welcome Battles on Beats back once again. Go to their Facebook. Go to their Instagram, MC War LLC. And once again, if you want to get that VOD, go to mcwar.com slash Let's Talk Battle Rap and get that VOD. Now it's time for the big guest of the day, man. Friends, let's get this cracking. Let's bring in our, our guest of the day. Ah, uh, snap. Should be uh... I got to stop cussing. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. I think we're locked and loaded here. That language won't hey. be coming. Mr. Award, can you hear us loud and clear? I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, Thank sir. you so much, Vlad. Set it off. Oh, oh man. Ladies and gents, this dude came in the game making tidal waves. It might have taken a few of y'all a little bit to catch on to what he was doing, but once you saw this man perform, there's no way that you were able yeah. to get his bars out of your damn head. Straight out of Kansas City, the horseman himself. This guy embodies lyricism. He is one of the best rebuttalers in the game, and his petting game's crazy. Also, <laughs> ladies and gents, man, welcome A Ward to Let's Talk Battle Rap Daily. Yo, yo, yo! I appreciate that, hundred percent, man. All of the kind words, man. I was trying to find myself a cool virtual background, like y'all. But you know what? Let's just <laughs> let's just stick to having my gecko tank in the background. You know hey, what? Man, you, you, you are the background. You hey, are the background. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can play the background. As a Christian, you're supposed to learn how to play the background. So you know mm. what it is. Ward, uh, mm. you've been a little quiet this year uh, since uh, coronavirus has hit. And people have been anticipating you to get back in the ring. You were supposed to battle Old Red this weekend. Unfortunately, Old Red Man. has contacted COVID. Uh, but you do have a battle with Dre Dennis coming up this weekend. And is the Old Red battle being rescheduled? Yes, the Old Red battle is being rescheduled. Um, somehow, I got myself into a situation where now I'm battling him in Jersey. Oh. So, um, <laughs> not only did I uh, get Old Red, who's always amazing on RBE, but I get Old Red, who's amazing on RBE in Jersey. Yo, hmm. <laughs> shout out to that. Okay. Um, uh, most prayers and everything go out to O-Red for real. Um, so yes. definitely don't want to make light of him not being at the event um, with the serious situation that we have with COVID. Uh, but yes, we are battling uh, the next weekend. So August, uh, August, October 24th. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. That Coca-Cola's uh, getting to your brain, man. Listen, man. Dr. Yeah. Pepper, man. Bro, Dr. <laughs> let me tell you something about me. I don't do mornings. I, I rolled out of bed about 45 minutes ago, so. <laughs> um, so, hey, how you how you get your morning prayers in? I'm, I'm confused. No, I do them at night. I say, Lord, <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk to you again tomorrow afternoon, Lord. <laughs> That's exactly what goes down. He's uh, a savage. He wakes up and pops a Dr. Pepper to bro, get the day started. I'm telling you, I don't drink coffee savage. either, so, that you know, I got to, I got to. I gotta get my caffeine, but no, um, yeah. So we're gonna do that uh, the twenty fourth of uh, <laughs> twenty fourth of uh, um, October, and so then, like you said, next week I got uh, Dre Dennis. So yeah, maybe that's maybe that's it though. Maybe because I don't get up and pray. Maybe when I was talking to the Lord about battle opportunities, I was like, "Oh, Red, really, Lord?" And he's like, "Nah, guess what? Dre Dennis is gonna show up. Oh, Red's not." And I'm like, "God, you know what? I'll start talking to you some more, Lord." Humble thyself. <laughs> he, he was like, check this out, Ward. <laughs> you make plans and I laugh at you. <laughs> yeah, you know. In some of the parables, he gave some of the talents, you know, to ten of them to some people, five of them to some people, and then one, you know, so maybe I'm in a season. The Lord of, said, yeah. you want the best in Jersey? Hold my beer. <laughs> the, Lord said, the Lord said, you want the one person who's not going to choke? Here you go. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, 
Right. Oh my goodness, man. All right, Vlad, you take on over. Oh man, Award, man. This whole COVID thing and everything, like, how has this thing been affecting your life, man? I know as a as a dude who, you know, you're out there, you work, you're in the field and all that, you know, newly yeah. married and everything. Like, how has this adjustment been, brother? It's been difficult, man. It really has been. You know, one, my wife is a nurse, so, you know, there's just the added pressure of just her being such an essential worker and basically a hero, you know what I mean? And just out there kind of on the front line um, every night, you know, taking care of people and just um, just try to be there for her, be there for, you know, um, have empathy, sympathy, and just be aware of everything. You know, everybody you run into with this situation has a different opinion on it. You know what I mean? And like, you'll walk into a gas station and somebody will just start rattling off how they think it's this, that, and third, you know, but when your wife or somebody you're very, very close to, is kind of like right there and you know, you're, you're worried for them or you, you see what they do. It kind of, uh, kind of uh hit you a certain way when you feel like people were all just like it's all fake screw these masks and stuff like that you know i'm just kind of like I-, I get it you might have your opinion but you know <laughs> it's tough it's tough but um outside of that as an artist man um yeah everything you know with it shutting down after that two-on-two with b-dot and Geechee, um you know we got back from that event and um now mind you i had i had the chef trez drop um i had mac myron I had Danny Myers and I had B-Dot and Geechee, you know, that all kind of like came out at least on YouTube and this year. And then, um, and then boom, you know, uh, no more events and all that good stuff. And, uh, what I did was I won King of the Dot Battler of the Year. I took the prize money. I bought a, I bought a, I bought a laptop. I bought a, a brand new camera, bought all kinds of equipment to record and stuff like that because I realized how trash of an artist I was because all my revenue was coming from going out and performing, you know? Like, I didn't have any kind of streams or any kind of anything that people, that I was just getting checks for where I could just sit at home, you know? So um, just had to, just kind of had to reroute, make some changes, adapt to it, you know, and try to position myself to where if this is continuing to be the norm where you know you can't have big ticket events and people are always trying to cut your your bags because of certain things you know that i'm able to um still make the money that i was making so uh, it's been difficult to navigate through um at the same time it's, <laughs> i'm sitting here talking about it's been difficult and there's two hundred thousand people who have had it way more difficult than me you know what i mean it's and all so, about perspective isn't it yeah 100 percent about perspective so i've been blessed to stay healthy i have friends that have not i have friends that you know have gotten over it and and, and, wow. and are doing well and stuff like that and so it's just about really just kind of waking up every day and saying like you know how can i make the best of this and how can i can be an encouragement to people that maybe you're not having as good of uh, a good of a go around with it than me so Right. And, you know, you, you guys, you, Loso, you guys go around and, you know, you, you, uh, you preach to everyone and you do your, 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 your worships and everything. People have not been able to get together. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's not only is church for so many folks just a place of comfort when they get there, but, you know, it's, it's a place where some folks don't have friends. Some That's folks don't have family. <clears throat> and that becomes their family. And now they're torn apart for that. How have yeah. you seen that affect you know, your church in particular, your yeah. community, and how have you guys worked around that to try to keep that field going? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is outside of just the virus itself is that, you know, isolation and, um, you know, not being able to get out and be a part of community and things like that can be very, very depressing. 
Um, you know, and they also say that the winter months are some of the most depressing months of the year because it gets darker earlier. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of stuff to do outside. So as we're, we're rolling into the pandemic plus the winter months, you know, my heart and prayers just go out to those people who might have to deal with, you know, um, needing to be part of fellowship, needing to be a part of community and different things like that, because it might be more times where you find yourself inside on your couch, in your bed, isolated. And, um, you know, the, um, they say the idol, the idol mind is the devil's playhouse, you know? And so it's a lot of, a lot of opportunity there. So, um, yeah, most of all, what I try to do is just keep myself in, you know, our group chats and our, our zoom calls, my podcast, you know, try to, um, spend time out in the yard, try to just to, you know, we got a dog for the first time. I've never had a a dog before. So we got a dog. So getting out, walking, walking her around. She's, um, She's like a cross between, I think, what's it called, a mountain cur and a Tennessee brindle. But um, huh? yeah, it's it's a yeah. She's real pretty. Hey, one, yeah. you know, we we all from, you know, I, I'm from Brooklyn. He's from the <laughs> he's from Detroit. We ain't never heard of them dogs. You know, what I'm saying? So we oh. don't Google these dogs. My bad, my I don't know bad. What you're talking about right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Let me hit this Google search real quick. There you go. There you go. Hit the hit the Google search. You know, she's a Brindle is like a Brindle's like the coloring of the dog, and so then she's kind of, I mean, she resembles somewhat of a hound dog. So if you're familiar oh. with, you know, something like that. But oh, here we go. Like some British aristocracy type dog. Hilarious. Like <laughs> We're going to so. find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's Find another him. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny. I'm gonna show up with the Emerson Kennedy head, head thing on. <laughs> I yeah. believe I shot the duck 300 yards away, bringing me the duck. But yeah, man. So yeah, just um, you know, that's that's obviously got me out and about. That's companionship in itself, and, you know, animals and stuff like that. Finding just yeah. different creative ways, you know. Um, and you know, man, hey, listen, also, too, I, I got to say, man, I, when this thing hit, brother, you know, for the first few weeks and stuff, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eating, going ham. But yep. then that time hits when you go, whoa, what's going on here, man? Like, I ain't yep. finna be wearing jogging suits 24-7. Yep. Did That's that happen to you at all where you were like, oh, yeah. He's Dr. Don't worry, though. Like I said, my wife is a nurse, man. She reminds me every day. She, she be on her way to work. Look at, yeah, you look like, you know, you might want to just eat uh, such and such. <laughs> but it's got to be hard because it does. I think your, your father-in-law, does he have like a bunch of uh, yes, he owns a, yeah, he and all owns that stuff? I saw the freezer. It's 40 acres, 30 cattle, whole, yeah, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? So, no, no, yeah. No, no, no. You from Kansas City, so I know you. I was going to say, what are we going to get? Barbecue it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Please. Have barbecue skills. For vegans, please close your ears right now. Yeah. Don't I guess I said, us, shut up. But yeah, <laughs> you want to know about the barbecue? Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting there. This ain't for y'all, man. I'm getting there. Oh, that's one thing from the pandemic side of it. You know, like um, we bought our house three years ago. We got a, a gas grill, and then I wanted a charcoal one. Got a charcoal grill. So I've been, you know, obviously with my father-in-law having, you know, access to all of the steaks and beef and everything that I need, you know, I'm able to get out there and practice a lot more without it costing a crazy amount of money. So I've been, I've been working on my grill master skills, been working on putting together my own rubs and my own, you know, sauces and things like that. And just, uh, yeah, so that we can entertain when we have people over, you know, Fire, man. Oh man. Um, or you, uh, 
you're still in the limbo, right? Everybody kind of sees you in the limbo. They're like, oh, he's not right now on the Grand Prix. He's battling RBE. People always want to tug you into the URL thing. And I've seen a couple questions in the chat I actually want to ask. Do you regret not being in the Grand Prix after we've seen all uh, first rounds of all four divisions? Regret? Um, no. You know, I think um, now that this O-Red battle is being, you know, rescheduled so closely to when it when it didn't go down, that uh, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. Um, I mentioned a few times just in social media on calls with King of the Dot and everything, you know, um, tournaments are not, not what I feel is, um, I feel like the tournaments are just, uh, let's give some people something to do while we figure this all out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, and I don't want to be too behind the scenes, but this goes across the board for leagues, you know, uh, the pay structure is different. It's not conducive to what you're used to, um. You end up battling guys you never would have battled for lower money That's and a true. judge battle. And so to me, like the the biggest opportunities for these tournaments are for people like M City, for people like So Severe, for people like Saint, for people like Nun Nun, Holmesy, you know, these guys. They have absolutely nothing to lose. You know, they, they knock off a, a, a top name or they come in like Times did um, and all of a sudden make a big splash in a tournament and Times could lose next round. And we would still remember the time, times, no pun intended, beat Real Deal, you know what I mean? And he, he gained from it. Now, what did Real Deal gain? Absolutely nothing. What did Saga gain? What did Loso gain? Loso might have gained a little bit with his performance against Ryda because he was able to do, like, the one-off after the, the Nun-Nun battle. But going into that tournament, he had just come off 30 in JC, hmm. you know? And so... I think that people, you know, like Loso, like Saga, like um, Mike P, and then guys like Real Deal and um, some of these other guys, like, I just think that I, I fall into that category. Unless I go four deep and, and make it to the championship or win the win the whole 50,000, no matter what, who I lose to, you look at it like, yeah, A-Ward, you're not number one contender anymore. You lost to, you know, um, active or you lost to you know Saya boy or whatever his name is now so i just didn't i just don't like that whole idea plus um add in the, the fact that the judging is just so odd in battle rap you know it's just very it's very all over the place um so in cali right um they have a certain type of, of feel for battle rap, right? And it's almost kind of like their elitism is from that old grind time era of your disasters and your thesauruses and your Ilmax and stuff like that, you know? And the judges, they all kind of know battle rap from all those Battle of the Bay stuff, and they judge battle rap, like, in a certain lens like that. Well, then you go to Detroit, and I felt like Real Deal did a little bit too much of the the crazy multis and the eye jokes and stuff like that, whereas Detroit seemed the judges to be a little more grittier to like more of the aggression, and then they go with times over Real Deal, where I feel like if Real Deal had a judging panel like the California one, he probably would have won the battle. You know what I mean? So I just there's too many variables in going into that situation with the stock that I'm at and somebody saying, now, nah, Ward, we got you losing, you know, and that's just I didn't build my brand and everything to jump into that at the chance of winning fifty thousand dollars. You know, how frustrating how is that? You you mentioned this, the stock you're at right now. How frustrating is it that you feel talent wise, skill wise, level wise, you can bang with any of the top tiers, but it feels like you still kind of have to 
kind of climb to get there or have to kind of showcase yourself to get like an ill will or any of these names. I feel like you could be in the ring with an ill will, an old yeah. red, any of these guys, but it kind of feels like there's still a little bit of like a, a path to get there, right? Well, yes and no. Um, I believe that it feels like there's a path to get there on URL. You know, I feel like mm. when URL assesses my talent level, then they t- they tend to go ahead and say, well, we are the business that builds people. So regardless of where your talent level is, our assets are that we can make it so much better that we need to start you out down here so that you're not climbing the ladder so much faster and you're not expecting bigger bags so much faster. You know, and so they kind of understand what they bring to the table. Whereas um, leagues like RBE, who, you know, ARP has said to me before, if I see you battle one time and I think that you can stand in front of Lux and have the talent, like, I'll book it. You know what I mean? Like, if I, you know, he gave me Danny Myers for my first RBE battle and then he gave me O-Red, you know? And so, and then leagues like King of the Dot, I went from battling franchise to real deal, then DNA, then got Cortez's and stuff. So there's certain leagues that assess talent and say, hey, you know, we feel like you can battle with the best. You know, we're going to put them in front of you and see what happens and keep giving you the plates. And then there's the business of the URL side, which I understand that says, look, we are, quote unquote, the cream of the crop. Like what you will get when you come over here is going to be nothing like you've experienced on these other leagues. Therefore, you know, here's where you need to start. You need to humble yourself, start down here. And so it's just about finding a happy medium with them. So, And you being pretty much perennial all-star at this point, right? 2018, the top 10 guy. 2019, uh, battle, of, <laughs> battle of the year. <laughs> battle of the year. Yeah, battle of the year, king of the dot. And, and I'm sure this year, if you ask anybody around, they're going to say they're not going to be able to name nine guys or 11 guys better than A-Ward. What's the work ethic been like to maintain that star level, that quality of battling, and how do you continue to elevate that? It's been three I mean, years in a row. It's, it's like, difficult. Yeah, but like, but like you said, like I mean, I'm still I'm still working for things. You know what I mean? Um, I see some of these guys that I was I was putting a freshman fifteen with, you know, or whatever it was um, back when Rap Grid did the, like the freshman fifteen, right? See some of these guys um, who were a like we're given plates, we're made into stars or whatever, and they don't rap like up and comers anymore, you know? And I'm not even really a up and comer, but I still have things to prove and I still have places I want to go. And I still have people telling me, you can't do this here or you can't compete with this, that, you know, the other. And so it's the drive that makes you want to, you know, outside of that, it's just a business and the professionalism of who I am. Like, um, I know it's easy to say I'll never get to the place to where I'm just going and rapping for a check because I'm already a star and no matter what, I got my fans. It's easy to say I'll never do that because I haven't experienced it yet, but I just can't imagine hitting stages for, you know, certain like thousands and thousands of dollars of people's hard work and money and then not giving them what they paid for. It just sounds like a terrible feeling to me. So that's like when you see me go out on these small leagues and, you know, wherever, you know, Wyoming, you know, Somebody, you know, just handed me a couple thousand dollars that, you know, they probably work 40 hours a week to try to just maybe want to meet me and have some opportunity for one of their battlers or whatever. And I'm not just about to go out there and just give them, you know, a C effort, you know, it just Mm. it just doesn't hit well with my spirit. So I I, I, I love the work ethic. Uh, It feels like you the whole the whole horseman crew like you guys have like a little chip on your shoulder just because everybody in battle rap has a, an automatic angle on you guys you guys almost like 
run with ankle weights on to this point. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and because of that, Edmonton, you guys work so much harder. The production comes out so much bigger. And I will say this. When you guys do feel losses, not that you guys have taken clear lo- or you haven't taken a clear loss in, over the past year, but when you guys feel losses or people have good rounds against you, the thunder of that is just so much more impactful than anybody else. Like, Ilmac has two good rounds against you, and everybody's like, "Hey, Ward is dying." It's like, no, this is Ilmac. He's a legend, right? <laughs> well, yeah, too, and it's just um, it's actually a, a breath of fresh air um for my opponent too, because I think a lot of times what you see is, um, you see like uh, Briez against Loso, or maybe um, Chess against uh Saga, or Ilmac against me, and what you're getting is substance content and bars that you're quoting that he would have never said against anybody else. You know what I mean? Like he can't, he's not going to go at, you know, um, another maybe URL rapper who has the same substance as Tim and say the Bible's no, you know, a classic, but it's no Illmatic. You know what I mean? Like he, they need us to, to brainstorm and to come up with ways to attack that angle. And it comes up with fresh and good material. So when Illmatic's going at me, you know, his angles aren't just, grind time era backgrounds or oh hey all you do is this that and the third this is what i do he's able to tap into a bag that, of words of of metaphors of just substance that he's he's not used to writing and it brings up like a whole it's like a, a brand new painting that he would have never painted all different colors you know what i mean and so it's refreshing to um the fans of them too because they get to hear like you know some material that that is is very very specific so it's really a win-win when you book the horseman because you get the best version of us and then almost all the time we rarely get people that are like choking and having terrible you know what i mean like i don't know if it's just like hey we don't want to lose to the christian guy or what it is but like <laughs> you get the best version of us and you get the best version of our opponent so i always oh tell God. leagues like christian and white i can't lose yeah. to this guy <laughs> right <laughs> yeah get him out of here <laughs> I, I i got two questions from the chat i'm gonna throw to you vlad once i'm done one sure, person yeah. they said don't duck the av talk so you Talking kind of spicy about Av. Talking yeah. kind of spicy about Red too, and the rest of the RB roster. And no, I love I it got... personally. And I and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie, Lord, I, I kind of don't disagree with your sentiments. But talk about that. Like I just I, like I told, I said I got to introduce y'all to Hollywood, man. My friend's been calling me Hollywood for a while, man. So I might Hollywood. have to start introducing Hollywood. everybody to Hollywood because at the end of the day, <clears throat> I, I do respect you know um, Av and what he does. I do respect O Red and what he does. Um, but I'm finally just getting to the point to where it's just I'm I'm tired of it, man. I'm just so mm. tired of people acting like, you know, I haven't battled top names and not lost clear rounds and not been, you know, shaken at all against some of these guys that, you know, had great performances, had really good performances and did really, really, really well. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, so when I, you know, when, we, when Av and I had a little back and forth with kind of his hip hop is real interview and. I'm just like, yo, we need to lock in. You know, I got a reason I want to smoke you now. And uh, and Av, you know, he does he does what he does very well. You know, but when URL tweeted out who's the most well-rounded battle rapper yesterday, right? Now, of mm. course, I didn't get as many mentions as some of the other people because I'm not a URL battle rapper. But the fact is, outside of Pat Stay, that's me. Like. Period. Pat Stay and me are the most well-rounded battle rappers in battle rap. Like you don't know how I'm gonna beat you. I'm the most. I'm one of the most versatile battle rappers. Period. You don't know if I'm gonna punch you. You know, aggression, angles, and do impressions of you, make jokes, rebuttals. None of that. You can't walk in and say, "I know what you're gonna do, Ward," because you don't ever. 
Ooh, the brothers are gonna be tight at that one. They're gonna be like, you and the brothers are all right. All right, we got our quote of the day. We got our quote of the day. The job is done. The job is done. The job is done. <laughs> the brothers so are gonna be tight. So, what do you feel like is holding up. you back, though? Because I feel like we, I feel like you've had this, the conversations with other media, with other peers of yours. This has been the ongoing thing when it comes to you. What do you feel like you need to do that you haven't done already to change the narrative or what do you feel like is going to help you? So that that's that's the thing right there, right? So you say, what do you feel like is holding me back? Mm -hmm. As if it means I feel like I'm being held back, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> so the narrative is because A Ward is not a URL battle rapper or on this, you know, whatever this is, he's being mm -hmm. held back. Whereas I'm king of the dot battler of the year. Two years ago, I'm top 10, you know, champion of the year. A year ago, I'm top of the source, you know, and all the other things. I'm, I'm literally consistently one of the top 15 battlers of the year for probably the last three or four years. And I've only been battling five years. Mm -hmm. So the like hold you back type mindset is what holds you back is what when I'm looking out and I'm seeing guys say, yeah, Ward can't do that here because for some reason, like I said, over on this side, the stages, they're, they're not as, they're a little more wobbly. So when you move around, apparently you're going to fall through because the stages are different over there. Or when you walk over there, there's only, you know, uh, one, uh, one hydrogen and one oxygen in the air, like some weird, some weird, whatever, you know what I mean? Or, or, there's only, there's only, yeah, there's, their water only has, you know, it's not H2O, but like they give this idea that over here on URL is different and it's not, it's the same stage. It's the same people, you know what I mean? It's the same fans. What's different is when you get on stages like Summer Madness in front of Busta Rhymes and, and Diddy, and when you get on, you know, these huge gnome stages, those are different, but they're not different because they're URL. They're different because of the pressure, you know what I mean, of how many people are packed in there, and you know what I mean? And they put on the biggest events, you know? So that's why they're different. But these born legacies and these volumes and these, you know, like I literally was at volume, I don't remember what it was, volume, what it, and I walked up to the middle of the stage and was like, yo, Jack Boy, come out here and started freestyling, battling Jack yeah, Boy, and literally hit him with a haymaker four yeah. bars in, and everybody was like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, I've done my job. There's my PG. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so so to, to, to go back to your question, you know, holding back, um, I feel like I'm getting plates that I want to get. You know, I feel like when I reach out to certain people to give me plates, I feel like my relationship with URL is good right now. You know, I couldn't have said that a year ago. Oh. Um, a year ago, I think we were just like this on, you know, like on finally coming to terms, you know. Um, we're very close. We're very close. We've, we've made um, a lot of progress over the last year. Um, I don't know if it's because of them assessing my talent differently or if they just need some fresh battlers for fresh battles because they're continuing to cycle through the same guys and just you know maybe they're kind of looking for um a, a new look or whatever but we're very close you know and i do know that once i go over there and battle that like my brand and my opportunities you know will definitely reach a higher level because of, of they are the number one you know um followed and watched and respected um, league and battle rap so i'm not naive to that but i don't feel like i'm being held back i feel like i'm working hard and as long as people can um can look at those battles and say yo look this is what ward's done this year like check this out he did 150,000 on the connects he did you know almost 100,000 with mac myron on guardians of the culture he did the two-on-two -two with geechee and b dot that did 300,000 he did you know um 
uh, you know, I've done Bill Collector on Crack Liberty, 150,000. I did yeah, Geechee Gotti, 150,000. You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing almost 100,000 100, of views on leagues that don't have, you know, any followings because of great performances. You know what I mean? And so, you know, and then, you know, when I do King of the Dot, obviously, you know, it's always good too. So I don't feel like I'm being held back. I just feel like that some people probably need to let, put a little bit more stock in what I'm actually doing and recognize it a little bit more. So, no, and we good. also got a fan question real quick. They said, would you ever sign an exclusive contract with URL? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I can't say never. Uh, I don't I don't ever want to say never because I'll be honest with you. There was probably one point in time where King of the Dot could have asked me, yo, Ward, will you sign two years with us? And I would have said yes. You know, so I'm not going to say I would never. And I would have said yes probably after they gave me like Cortez or something because I would have looked back and said, yo, y'all believe in me. Y'all gave me franchise. Y'all gave me real deal, DNA, you know, peanut on a on a car with Diz and Oxy and now Cortez. Like like you have invested and poured into me. I can repay you by giving you my loyalty for a certain amount of time. Um, but to sign an exclusivity contract with anybody, I'm never going to do it just off the guys that, hey, this is what we can do for you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't approach any situation like that in life. I'm not going to go find a financial advisor, you know, for my 401k, walk in the office. And he says, look, look what I did for everybody else. I can do this for you. Give me two years of your life. And, and, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm, I'm kind of a, a, a we work together and I'll give you my loyalty kind of person, you know. And so the exclusivity contracts. um are, are different. I, like I said, I can't say I would never do it, but they would have to literally show me and we would have to have it in writing that here's what we're giving you. And then this and this and this. And if these don't fall through, if these fall through, then that contract's void. You know what I mean? Mm. At least plan out maybe the That's first smart. six months to the first year yeah. of it. You got an exit plan and a key yeah. man clause up in That's there. Smart. That's, That's yeah. a smart little activity right there. Well, you yeah. never shy away from pressure and I'm sure your debut is one of the most anticipated things uh, I have to ask, do you think you can have the greatest URL debut in history? Uh, that's going to be tough, man. I'll, I'll, be, I'll put it this way. So my talent level, of course, but with battle rap, man, you know how many variables? It's almost like uh, a football game. You know, you go into Sunday, you're about to play such and such, and then next thing you know, it's a torrential downpour. And, like, all of a sudden, you can't throw the ball, you know? And all of a sudden, you know, there's an injury the day before, and your top wide receiver's out. Like, battle rap's like that. You get to an event. The venue is this. The crowd is this now. You know, all of a sudden you were supposed to battle third, but no. Instead, they want Mook and Averb to go first, and then and then your Big T and Ill Will, and you're battling like after everybody's already left the venue. You know what I mean? Or use your voice like Old Red at Summer Madness Seven. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So. There are a lot of variables. I'll say this much. Like, they ain't trying to hear those variables when you make the debut. That's the thing. They ain't trying to hear that. And you know, you've had a a lot of major performances. And if that one time by the luck of draw, by the numbers game, your debut isn't this spectacular roof type level performance. And that's why, that's why I'm very, uh, uh, very, um, picky about the battle that I take, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I've been offered, Hey, will you battle rigs on this band battle over here? You know And I'm like? You know what? Nah, I'm not. I'm not battling in somebody's closet. You know, in in you know, to, like against. It's just not. That's that. That's not the look and feel I want for it. You know, like I said, I stood on stage with Loso. Loso's probably the, like the most 
the best him and B dot probably had the best you know um, debuts per se in general to what I think. Um, B dot got the battle in his hometown. I thought that was huge you know for him. But then Loso like man, Houston crowd had, I don't think they'd ever had a a, a URL event that, before. That was historic, yeah, right? Like it didn't matter what you said. Like I mean, like I think Loso has great material, right? Like I love Loso's material. But did I think that him saying like uh, Carrera shortstop, you know, or something? Forgot Houston Astros kind of. I didn't think that would drop the building and he wouldn't be able to get through the setup. You know what I mean? And so like his situation was like perfect, man. It really was. It was. They were waiting on battle rap. They got to go first. The place was packed, and he was battling Scotty, you know, who had the energy. All he had to do was kind of throw up the longhorn thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that would be, that would be awesome, man, to just be able to, to do that. But yeah, um, I have complete confidence in my talent and my ability to make sure my opening battle is, um, is conducive to being one of the best. I just want to, you know, I just know there's different variables. So I don't want to sit and get super, super cocky and be like, heck yeah, nobody's ever going to rock a, you know, debut like I do. I'm not going to do that this time. So. Oh, hey, JB just stepped up in the building. What up, JB? My guy, JB. City, look at this, man. He heard Kansas City was in the building right. and he showed up, man. Yep, yep. Kansas City in here. JB is my guy, man. 100%. Yeah. If I ever, if I ever debut on URL, just know the reason is because JB facilitated it. Oh, hey, well there you go. That is my guy. That is my yeah. Brothers, you know. Now, Award, you know, we see the the more refined version of Award. You know what I'm saying? Like you, people see you. You know, you're 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 into the Lord. You're into the Christ. You've made changes in your life. But here, man, people want to know the person behind the bars. Yeah. And a lot of times we like to go back to like high school, junior yeah. high school as a kid. Like, what kind of kid was they were? Were you yeah. on five sports teams? Were yeah. you out there throwing spark plugs in the car windows? Yeah, you, yeah. We know your college background. We need to know the high school background too. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah, we to know, know man, because you, know, you don't make a 180 listen, like that without having some tests. Listen, to go man. Through, you know, you know okay, here, I'll try to, because I'm obviously long winded. I know y'all be listening to my questions, my answers, and be like, Lord, get, get it on. So, anyway, <laughs> oh, no, this is good. This is good. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you. I'll give you somewhat of my testimony, you know, stuff that most people know is that, you know, I'm a middle of five. Um, my father wasn't around much when I was growing up initially. Um, and we grew, we grew up in public housing and my older brother was a rapper. And so he was my idol. Like I, I idolized my older brother. His name's uh, Cannon. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you might see him on, on Facebook. His, his name's Sean Cannon. He is, he is the complete opposite of me. So if you if you add him out on Facebook, grills and all that. Listen, and listen, when I tell you, when I tell you, my brother, I love him to death. My best friend, he is, yes, a complete 180. You know what I mean? Um, and I idolized my brother growing up. You know, um, I was a sports. I, I played all all five sports. So I played um, soccer, basketball, football, and baseball in high school. And then I played college basketball. So I, I was a sports nut to too. Hockey? He can't, he can't talk about the fifth sport. I, France, I played football. You know yeah, I played four. Family yeah. friendly. Yeah, I, mean. I didn't do yeah. I didn't do no hockey. Slinging it, slinging that G thing. Yo, why you ain't tell me Vlad, Vlad was wild like this? Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same dude that gave me the hat at the Guardians of the Culture battle. You know, no, he's, he's changed. Like he's changed. Yeah. Look, hey, man, put, put a little money in his pocket. And look what he does for the ratings. Yeah. Yeah. You see what they oh, do man. for views? 
Yeah. Vlad <laughs> <laughs> been watching BT Uncut. Hey, um, man, I grew up on that, bro. And you grew up on that, too. Come on. You're the only white family in the project. I know you was watching it, brother. Don't Man, fun. we ain't had no cable, bro. I wish we had cable. Yeah, Shoot. I was stealing cable. I know how it goes. <laughs> nah, bro. You can't. <laughs> that's too funny. Um, but, yeah, you know, that's kind of that's kind of the background of it. But I, I was kind of a... Um, uh, uh, identity crisis kind of uh, kid, you know what I mean? Just to keep it like real, you know, like I, whoever I hung out with, I kind of just decided I wanted to, you know, act like them or be like them, you know? And so um, there were times where, like I said, I'd be with my brother and I want to be a rapper. And I think, you know, um, in the core of it really was that like, I didn't really know like who, like who I was. I didn't know my strengths and my personality. So I was kind of like a um, more of just like a follower, you know, but, I was always good at sports, like I said. So once I got to high school, you know, starting point guard and 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 went on to play college basketball and different things, and I was able to kind of grow up and grow out of trying to please other people and and and, and just really just um, kind of find out who I was. And I'm a mixture of everything, and that's why you hear, excuse me, that's why you hear, you know, this country southern accent of a kid that raps. That, you know, that grew up in certain situations who who feels very comfortable and feels like, you know, hip hop and like growing up um, loving hip hop and, and rapping and being an artist and different things like that is a part of my life. But then you also see the side that's like, you know, I really love the Lord. I really love the fish. I don't know if you've seen my Twitter and stuff. I'm out here. I'm fishing a whole lot during the yeah. pandemic. Um, you know, like I, I, I will I will go out and, you know, work the cows. I'll go, you know, just just do all kinds of random stuff you would just not you know think or whatever and it's just kind of like a all this melting pot of of who i was you know um, i want to see the cows yeah yeah anytime like anytime y'all ever crossing the around cows. the midwest you know so so there but uh but then you know i just so to bring it kind of full circle my dad and i got saved on the same night uh, when i was uh 15 or 16 and um my dad uh who was not really around for the first you know 13 to 14 years um his his life totally changed too you know um he put you know, all the drugs the alcohol the everything down and he became like the best father you could ever want you know from basically those key years for me from like 15 to 19 he literally made up everything in those four years which is when i'm starting to be a man when i'm starting to like make decisions and know what's right and what's wrong and like make real life decisions you know and now my dad's my best friend you know and like we're like we're like this you know and so i just think that I'm always talking about God's timing and everything and his timing in my life, you know, was I supposed to not have my dad around for the first, I don't know, but I'll tell you this much, like, you know, when he came around and what he did and what I was able to see and how he was able to parent me was like, made me who I am today, you know? And then the same goes as my artistry. I started rapping in 2007. I didn't even get paid for anything till 2015, 2016. I was doing free shows. I was talking at churches where they, you know, and there's plenty of times as an artist, I could be like, all right, this is for the birds. And then when I turned 30 and I battle for the first time, now here I am traveling the world getting paid thousands of dollars, you know? I got to so, ask, you know, uh, you and your dad got saved on the, on the same day at 15 years old. So from zero to 14, he's inconsistent, not around. You could be getting into this, getting into that. What made you trust him and say, you know what, he showed up he's asking me to do this i'm gonna do this with him because you could have easily said f out of here like you ain't been around like what yeah, made you trust him say i'm gonna do that and, and this is the weird thing is like <clears throat> i think there's two different types of people you know um the ones who who take it really really to heart but 
and it probably wasn't the greatest for my mom, but like I was my, I was, my dad was still my hero, even though he wasn't around, you know, like mm-hmm. he could come back and pop back into my life. And because he worked for like the university of Tennessee and he took me to football games and I was a sports kid or whatever, like just because he was inconsistent, don't mean he didn't like freaking set the sun and the moon mm-hmm. in my eyes. And so that's how my life always was, even though, you know, he popped back in and I know it probably frustrated my mom to death. She's probably like, here I am Mm. busting my tail, raising all five of y'all kids. Mm. And every time your dad pops in, you just, you know, and, and I get it now as as an adult, (laughs) I get it. But I do think that, you know, when he started coming back around and, um, my little brother and little sister were doing vacation Bible school and he started kind of going to church with my mom and us there. Like when I was about 14, you know, and we started to cultivate that consistency, you know, and then we both went to a, a, a conference in Georgia uh, for like a Christian conference. Um, and then we both got saved at that Christian conference, you know, so that's kind of how it yeah. all came full circle. But yeah, like I didn't never have that dang, you did this, you did that, you know, but I also did live that, you know, so when sometimes you'll, you'll hear in some of my bars and stuff like that is like, I didn't grow up with, you know, like the silver spoon. I didn't, you know, my parents weren't, you know, this, you know, real good marriage, you know, type stuff. Like I didn't have that, you know? Um, so I do understand some of, you know, some of those things, um, you know, and I don't wish them upon anybody. It doesn't make it cool or anything, but I, I do come from that, that cloth. And did, uh, did mama love, Make it easy for your dad to come back by not like saying your dad ain't this, your dad yeah. ain't that. Because with so yeah. many people, it's like, okay, a father could be trying and some of these dads are super young and still trying to find their way, Man. you know? And then you have a mom who's just like, your daddy ain't this, your daddy yeah. ain't that. You're gonna be just like him, you know, practically cursing the child, you know, to, to follow yeah. in footsteps. Did she not do any of those things to yeah, make it? Yeah, my mom really is the GOAT. Like, she really is, you know. And you don't, like I said before, you never notice this stuff until you get older, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, a lot of times I see people that just, you know, I grew up without this, that, and a third, and then they're 28, 29, or 32, 34, and they're still knuckleheads. And I'm like, yo, check this out. My dad had three kids, and he was, like, 28. I'm, like, 34 with no kids, and I still have a hard time making all the right <laughs> responsible decisions. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, like, life, life – is not always, you know, it, I'm not giving an excuse for why he didn't step up to the plate, but I'm saying like when you get older, you start to see like, okay, I can see how that would be difficult or I can see, right. you know, and so the whole time, like my mom, yeah, and she raised five of us, you know, my two older brothers have um, a different dad, um, but she raised five of us as a single parent, you know, um, and literally it just, she's the hero. Yeah. She's the, she's the best thing ever, you know? Yeah, and, um, and she didn't, she didn't, she never blast, you know, like blasted him or never made it to where like he couldn't come by and do, you know, what, you know, pick up us and, and hang out and stuff like that. It was never that case. You know, I think her, her goal was always reconciliation, you know, whether it be them getting back together or not. So fantastic. And you know me, I've been with my wife for 22 years, married for going on eight Man, now. y'all got married when you was five? <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad you think I look that young, yeah, brother. Yeah, you, you, know you ain't a day over 27, man. Hey, Come man, on. this coconut oil is doing me you fine. Step, you know <laughs> Yo, but, I got to put the caffeine, I got to put the coke down, man. You, Where's the listen, coconut man, oil, man? Get you, get you some water with yeah, some man. with some key limes and some ginger in that and drink that. I thought that was a candle, water. bro. That's water. A candle? Come on, brother. <laughs> can't do this with a candle you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um you're newly married you know a couple of years in what One, you, in two oh weeks yeah. oh, all right brother you still in the ah, phase yeah what have you found to be the keys to success to get married I love this. 
I'm saying? Being in the relationship. And can yeah. you share some of those with people who are on the verge of becoming married? Yes, also? please help yeah. us. We don't want to. We don't want to be toxic anymore. We All right, so check this out. Here's, here's a few things. Yeah. <laughs> here's a few things, man. Um, uh, Billy Graham's wife uh, once said that a marriage is a union of the two best forgivers. Um, and so when you enter into marriage, man, marriage is hard work, bro. It's not, it's, I mean, I've met some people who made it look like it was just like soulmates and like God just dropped one of them off on the front porch of the other person. And they've never, or I've met, I've met a few people in my life like that. And I still think that they're just lying and it's all show, but, <laughs> but marriage is, I mean, <laughs> marriage is hard work. Success. You put together yeah. a good united front outside. Brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Marriage is hard work, you know, so just make sure you're ready to work. You know, you're ready to work. You're ready to continue to try to cherish and find new ways i mean over 20 years i'm sure that there's been times where you had to try to find new ways to love your wife you know um mm. you know you, you read like the love language books and different things like that and there's different seasons we go through where uh she might just be wanting your quality time now or there might be a season where she you know she wants you to just be present or whatever it may be you know um outside of that um disputes and arguments should always be constructive rather than combative mm. so like anytime you come to uh, an area where you've had a miscommunication or you're not seeing eye to eye. Like what I always tell my wife and what we try to like is we're on the same team. You know what I mean? Like I'm not playing against you. You know what I mean? So our motives should always be like the reconciliation motives should always be, Hey, let's find a way to fix this so that next time we can see it ahead of time and mm. we can make sure that we're not at odds with each other. Mm -hmm. Because what can happen is I can say, well, you did this and you did that. Well, yeah, but do you remember when you did this? And then we were doing combative and we're just piling all this stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with the argument on it. And then we feel like, crap, I'm getting the silent treatment. She's mad. You know what I mean? So I always say, like, make sure your arguments and your disputes are constructive rather than combative, you know? And then two, like, um, or, or three, um, I would just say, uh, man, um, just just be there just so just support them support their endeavors you know um you know i'm an artist i'm sure my wife you know is like you're out of town always on the weekends or you're doing this down the third you know but she is like a you know she does her best to support me and 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 you know say like you know i know this is a passion of yours you know and and be there for me but yeah just uh just continue to support them so reinvent those new ways of love and uh you know make sure that when you when you guys are going head to head that you're just trying to you're trying to put on for the team you're trying to win the game for your for yourselves you know so what's your favorite thing about your wife oh she's got the biggest heart in the world it's actually a gift and a curse you know uh she's a bit <laughs> of a she's a little bit of a pushover like with her friends and people like that like if they ask her to do anything she'll do it you know and That's she'll just you come in and go oh, no 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 i had to tell her i was like baby we done helping people move that's the number one worst thing of all time i'm not carrying no more couches up these stairs you know <laughs> no but she's got the yeah she's got the biggest heart in the world you know um she's just super super smart it's so funny sometimes she i think she gets like a little bit like uh i would say jealous but like she'd like to be an extrovert like me i mean people mm. see you like on stages and stuff and i'm like yo mm. like you're like 
master's degree nurse, like smart, intellectual, huge heart, in shape, gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be all that. What do you mean? I'll trade you. Go back. Go battle O Red next week. <laughs> I'll take that paycheck and that degree. <laughs> and low key, she probably would win. Her rebuttal game's crazy too. She's the only person ever to have me like, especially in some little disputes. I'll say something and she'll say, "I'm like, oh, I ain't got nothing for that." So wait, you're telling me you your rebuttal game comes from her? That's what you're saying. Like I'm she, telling you, she's the kryptonite. <laughs> so for some reason, when I stand in front of her, my rebuttal game is not nearly as crazy. No so. man, you thought Smack was the gatekeeper? Get him, girl. Listen, man. Yeah, hey Ward, man, I gotta let you know, brother. There's there's no winning these things. You know what I'm saying? That's you're, true. Yes, ma'am. I got you. That's right. You're right. You know, man, and. and Keep it right. moving, brother. You know? That was another thing, man. Whenever my dad told you pick your battles, you know, like just just pick your battles, man. They're mm -hmm. not they don't they don't all need it. Just take the L's. I know and I'm gonna get in trouble for cussing, but my dad was like, marriage is like eating the shit pie and smiling while you do it. He's like, You're gonna have to you're gonna have to do it a handful of times. He's like, just just <laughs> that's some country stuff for you. My dad literally said that. He's oh like, my <laughs> god, man. That's like eating haggis. Yeah. And smiling. smiling the whole time. Oh, you want some haggis? Yes. While I'm in your country, I'll eat it. It's a little disgusting. <laughs> I love this haggis. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so that's, but that's yeah, just I mean, we're wired so different and men and women are wired so different, you know, and that's the beauty of it when you can come together and find your forever person and you're able to, you know, realize that, man, you think a lot different than me. I think a lot different than you, but uh, yeah. you're worth it, you know. Absolutely. Because I said, man, when this COVID thing hit, I said, it's either going to bring couples together really <laughs> crazy or there's going to be a crazy amount of divorces yeah. and a crazy amount of that we don't, you know, speak yep. about. You know what I'm saying? Because people, when they get to go to work and leave for those eight hours a day and go be away and do what they do and then come back, there's that break. But when it's 24 seven, you guys really get to find out. You find out who you are when you live together. Oh when yeah. There's no break. That's when you, you find really out. get to find out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like we're on this big episode of Big Brother that hasn't ended yet for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, uh, who's got the power of veto this week? Like, uh... <laughs> right now, man, that's super crazy, man. Any talks of a baby ward coming through anytime? Bro, when y'all gonna man. make that happen? We go back and forth you. on it, man. You know, so we dated for ten years before we oh, got married. So we, you know, we've right. been together for for yeah. for a long time, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, you know, we talk about it. We have some some things that we want to. I know you're never ready for a baby, you know. So I'm not gonna sit here and say, well, we want to be financially, we want to be da da da, because that's just never gonna happen. You know what I mean? Um, but we are, you know, she's, uh, I'm 34. She's, you know, 21 again for the however many times. <laughs> this man know. is smart, no, boy. I'm this not going to publicly, you know, <laughs> she's, uh, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, so you've been dating her since she was 10? <laughs> hey, man, oh, chill, bro. It's context is key, bro. It's battle rap, man. Damn, I know, bro. You know battle rap. We switch everything. You see, you see him? You see I this guy? Get it. Right. Imagine <laughs> being with this guy four days a week. Yo. Y'all be talking about me. I've been behaving myself. Okay? Right. See, That's too funny. Christians come through. That's funny. Uh, so yeah, you know we've had we've had discussions about it. You know, yeah. if it happens, if it happens, it happens. You know, we're both totally open to it. Um, we got some work we're trying to do on the house to, try to finish it up, and I'm the one taking forever getting it done. So that's mm -hmm. on me. Um, but yeah, 
Just spray and pray, brother. You know what I'm saying? Spray. spray. Wait, is that the work on the house or is that the making the baby? Right. What's what? understood ain't got to be said, ain't what, all right? It's a, it's a double entendre. What's understood? I thought you was talking about painting said. the house because I'm a terrible painter. I thought you was talking about. I'm like, well, oh. we ain't talking about the house then, all right? You don't know if you're ready? Just hey, spray and pray. What? Uh, everything, all right? Yeah. Listen, man, man you're going to have to repeat. Look, bro, you I have a thing. Like your wife watches this show. You know this, right? Right? Like you know, your wife yeah, watches. Listen, of course she's watching the show. I, I spray the I'm sorry. Yo, in the Lord Vlad line, Vlad did not me? pray. Of course he I did. Man. Right. Listen, going. let you me tell you. Me, let me tell you. During once we found out she was pregnant, it's literally you're praying every day because you know what? I'm about to be 40 in November, and you don't know what can happen. Like we just saw Kirko Bangs lose his little infant son, and it's literally like yeah, we have fact. to pray every single day. Like 100. Every night, like you know, when that little boy cries and I hear him in the in the crib, like there's a smile that's on my face because he's waking up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like we don't know what can happen. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm joking. Like when I make yeah. these jokes, no, that's dope though. That, you're laugh, right. But there's, you know, truth behind everything. You 100%. know what I'm saying? You guys have to pray every single day because none of us have to wake up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, yep. you know, if that does happen, it's a blessing. You know what That's I mean? That's a good word, yeah. That's all you had to say, Vlad. You just came out, though, with it, this spray and pray. Like, you got to ask he started his round off with jokes, and then he got us. He got us. He got us. He got us pulled Come in with the jokes on, brother, the, and then he, then he brought it full circle. I'm a professional, you know? man. I know what I'm doing, baby. Please, you know, take it easy. Yeah, listen, we paid this guy the big bucks for a reason. Glad wife, like, yeah, when that baby wakes up in the middle of the night, you know who goes and gets it? Glad <laughs> over there praying, she gets up and goes and gets. We both do. If I got if I gotta wake up super early, she's like, you know what, you got this. If I don't, then you know I do. We we, we take care of one another, man. Uh, she she did a lot of the work already, Flag. You gotta catch up. Okay, Listen, man, she, she, did, she did all the heavy lifting, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta give her the most props in the world because seeing a woman give birth with my own two eyes, it is something that only fathers who have gone through it can understand what that moment is like, dog. Mm-hmm. It's like there's nothing like seeing your own creation literally come to life. And that moment that that baby cries, because you don't know what's going to happen until you literally hear that first breath, man. And you know, a war like they said, that first breath is the first breath of life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's why every time we inhale, we're inhaling life. That's why we breathe. That's why we meditate. That's why we stay focused on things. So, you with the first time you ever did like a creative player on 2K, it didn't, it didn't like the I first time. I don't even play 2K. Oh. I, mean, I know <laughs> what a creative same. player is, but oh, okay. I, 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 just, I, I feel like that's my creation too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, you ain't got to change that that 2K player's diaper. You know what I'm saying? That's true. <laughs> and if you do, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. That's yeah, man, but definitely, though. But you know, I hope, you hope you guys that the best. Thank you. Know, you. Send you guys nothing but positive energy. You Appreciate know what I'm saying? That, but definitely, 100%. we crack jokes, but you gotta pray every single day until our baby is there and every day afterwards. Guys. All right, well, life just, is yeah. precious, bro. Life is precious, yeah, yeah. man. You know? All right, I'm going to let her know. I, I low-key hope that she's, like, standing outside this door just listening to the whole conversation because it's mm. going to be crazy brownie points because she's going to be like, "That's you say all those nice things to people when I'm not around? <laughs> so I'm trying to talk like, a little louder to maybe oh, wake no. her up <laughs> so that she can. Then that's when A-Ward pulls out the chopper, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> Alright, that's it. That's that's enough for one day. I got that contra spread gun. Hello. Yeah, you have to take it back to Contra for Vlad. Take it back to Contra. Listen, A one, let them know we're married, man. We earned the right to talk like this. You know what I'm saying? I get you're right. The marriage bed is undefiled. That's what the Bible says. So you know what I mean? So Hello. Hello. You know what I mean? Oh man! All uh, right, man. maybe well, I'm man, taking we, up we, enough time, man. Friends? Yeah, man. Boy, thank you so much for your time, bro. As always, it's a pleasure. You know, no, we chop it up all the time on the regular. Uh, looking forward to your battle with O'Red. Looking forward to your future uh, upcomings. Any more? Any more events that you have? Even your things outside of battle. I know you do some weddings. You you and Loso do yeah. some stuff together. Hopefully, you guys that's battle at weddings. Yeah, yeah. Groom to the left. Introduce yourself. You know how it is. Yeah. He's That's like a Sharon bar. He's like the last one for weddings. I can't take credit for that. That's oh a Sharon bar. But, uh, but no, yeah. You know, I've been. Uh, I just officiated my first wedding, so um, you know that was that was really really cool. Um, Congrats, outside of that, man, you know, we, we we speak and do do a lot of different things at churches. I do a lot of things with um, Young Life, like uh, programs for high schools and. Um, just go around and yeah, just just kind of be a part of a lot of different poetry scenes, open mics and stuff like that. So that's one of the things that I think that makes me sharp too. A lot of these guys that are battle rappers, the only time they perform is when they battle, you know. And I'm always mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, I perform on church stages and schools and you know, open mics and stuff. And like, you can never just be on stage entertaining too much. It's great practice so that when you get to the battle, you you know you feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, uh, I definitely appreciate it, bro. IMAWord.com. If y'all are watching, man, go to the website, put your email address in, follow me on all the social media. Um, yeah, uh, Dre Dennis this weekend. So that'll be interesting. Shout out to Gates of the Garden. Shout out to Dre Dennis. Um, shout out to my guy, Marv One. Uh, yeah. just, just made it to the second round of the tournament. Yeah. Uh, go grab a hat. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all for real, man. Thanks for having me on. No, nah, man, we appreciate you, and we appreciate you being so open and honest and being able to take a joke also. You yeah, know? most and definitely, so, man. Thank you. Look, I give, I give all these dudes all the angles in the world, and they're still going to talk about the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing. <laughs> oh, man, A-Ward, man, it's been a great, great, great time yeah, having you on the show. And good luck with everything. We will be watching. As you know, we are some of your biggest supporters out there. So yeah. good luck with everything. I think uh, – I think my Uber driver just pulled up Hamid. Hamid is something. He's out. He's uh, I think he's out there. So I got, I got to get out of here. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll, uh, I'll start later, man. I don't want to have to get charged. You know, I don't want to get charged, bro. Ouch. <laughs> Y'all be Ouch. easy, man. Well, everyone, tune in tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Let's talk battle rap daily. You never know what we're going to talk about. This is always more than just battle rap. So, we will see you guys tomorrow, man. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe on all your uh, podcast platforms. And, uh, hey, man, if you're so inclined and you've been entertained, that cash app is there. Support the show. Help us level up. Dollar sign LTBR podcast, y'all. We'll see y'all tomorrow. It's the cameras. That's right. Peace. Bye, y'all. Good work, y'all. <laughs> Spray and pray, Vlad. You the MVP today. You the MVP today. That's gonna be your.